This season on Made Up Murder, the Improvised Murder Mystery Podcast. Alma, Mater, Murder? Made Up, Made Up, Murder. Oh my god, guys, I have news about JD's murder. Apparently, the person who killed him was in the men's bathroom earlier. I think I saw some of you guys in there. Anyway, I gotta get back to the cops. They really think I might know something. We were all in the men's bathroom. We were all in the men's bathroom. It could have been any of us. It's true, but we were all in there at the same time. Or were we? Were we? Celeste did... (laughs) Celeste did come later. Oh, yes. yes. I mean, maybe she left later, too, then. Exactly. Uh, Do they have security cameras in the bathroom? No, they What? No, they don't. I found that. I was just curious school. how they would know that it was someone that was. That's incredibly probably because they probably had bacteria on their shoes or something. Diatomaceous earth from his coat, caked into all of our pores. We're leaking it out everywhere we go. Don't say that. That's really gross. Hmm. I'd rather not think about leaking things while JD sits over there crushed to death. He, I don't know why they haven't moved his body yet. They haven't even put police tape around it. It's just there. The police are a rather slow response team in this town. It's true. That's something that they could improve upon. I'll, I'll make a call. Should we continue with this book? Yes. Oh, the next chapter's about Charlie again. Charlie. You've always been a manipulative bitch. <laughs> Thanks. You didn't invite me to your birthday at Six Flags. I can't... I'm very mad about that, and I can't believe he wrote that in this book. I remember that. I remember that you and your family bought Six Flags afterwards because you were so upset. You never wanted to be excluded from a party like that again. I said, Charlie, if you want to have your birthday here, just do it after my parents buy Six Flags. Then I can be there and you can have it for free. I didn't want you at my party. I didn't want you there, Celeste. I think you're an uppity bitch. And I thought if I planned my party before your family bought Six Flags, then I wouldn't have to invite you. And you know what? It worked out that way. We had a great day. If you didn't want her there, why didn't you just kill her? Just like you killed Charlie, because you didn't want him at, or <laughs> JD, I'm Charlie, JD. I'm here and alive. Just like you killed JD, because you didn't want him at this reunion. I didn't kill JD. Were you planning his death as early as your birthday party at Six Flags? No. You are the only one else in the group who has experience with art. Ah, graphically. Oh, maybe jealous of the penis statue. Maybe. Why would I be jealous of this? Because people are looking at the statue and nobody's looking at your shirts. Maybe I am a little annoyed about that, but you know what? I didn't kill him about it. It's fine. Who cares about stupid penis statue, okay? He's just a mid level sculpture artist. We know you are a huge Swamp Thing fan. And you thought that he was. Icarusing it when he blew it up to 16 times its original size. Yes. 60? 16. It was flying too close to the sun. We all know that. But you know what? That's not a good enough reason to kill somebody. Hmm. And you know what? You're awfully accusatory, Celeste. It's my nature. Seems to me that if you're making up names of your nurse's, your mother's nurse... I wasn't making it up. Then maybe you're making up an excuse to have not killed JD as well. <laughs> it makes sense. I, you have always lived in your own world, Celeste. Maybe you think the laws of men don't apply to you. 
you're too privileged. There's nothing well, wrong with being successful and well off, but... I don't need to dirty my hands by touching that statue and knocking it over onto that dirty man. Well, it's not like you would have knocked him over with your own hands because his he was so dirty himself. So dirty. Well, maybe she had Carpinteria do it. <gasps> no. Carpinteria doesn't listen to me. She's mad that I won't eat her cauliflower. No, that's oh. the perfect crime. That's how she's been with us the whole time. That's why she has an alibi, because she had her little maidservant do it for her. Her maidservant hitman. Yes. She said she You're was foreign. Giving she's, she's capable of turning over a grown woman. <laughs> Stop lying about it, Celeste. You did it. We all I know it. I didn't do it. No, I didn't. Just because you didn't physically do it and you hired Carpinteria to do it, if that is her real name, which I'm pretty sure it isn't. It does sound like a good fake name. Right? Then she's probably already know. wanted by the law. It doesn't help that she's lived in Carpinteria for... You're just saying the name of the town she lives in, just like you called uh, Pete's wife Chartreuse because that's her favorite color and not her name. Ugh, I don't get bogged down in names. I get to the essence of a person. And JD and I had something, we did. You didn't always respect me, but we had something. I wouldn't kill someone about that. I wouldn't... We had tennis. I wouldn't kill someone that and had he, tennis with And he abandoned you, didn't he? He abandoned you at regional. Killing someone is not my style. It's my style to go lay on a fainting couch and think about the past. While hiring someone to murder for you. I would never. It's been hard enough to get Carpinteria to turn mother. Or perhaps it's a practice murder for your own mother. Yeah. So you get access to that trust. You are awful anxious to get at the money. Okay, just because I would kill my mother doesn't mean I would so kill So you would JD. kill your mother. Okay. And I bet you had something to do with that helicopter your brother was on as well. That's right. You it doesn't matter that he was older than me and first in line to inherit. The handjob helicopter. I was shocked that it was named that. The fact that it was painted... With a picture of you giving, you, Charlie, giving my brother a hand job. I yeah, didn't connect and the dots. painted that. I did not connect the dots. I just thought, what a strange coincidence. But the fact that JD painted it does mean he also had a hand in that other terrible moment in your life. I feel like giving you more motive to be his killer. It's true. I didn't do it. I promise you, I would never, I would never kill him. Your I would word, never. Your word means absolutely nothing. Your word is my bond. Promises that you've ever said. I, I, I. You're not gonna whine I, your way out of this one. No one's Celeste. even seen you in ten years. You've just been stuck away in your mansion with your ailing mother. Madison, you're coming at me strong, but you know what? We all know that you're not there for a friend when you when they're needing you. You knew that I was about to fail physics in junior year. Yeah. And you had all the answers right. I always had all the answers You wouldn't right. let me cheat off of you. No. Your success should be your own. I would have helped you study. Well, you know what? I heard JD right before it fell. The, the, the statue fell on him and he said, help me, Madison. Help me, Madison. And yet, here we stand and here he sits, crushed. You don't help a friend when they're in need, Madison. You're right, Celeste. I did hear him call out, and I didn't help him because he was a worthless garbage person. But that doesn't mean I killed him. 
You weren't at the top of that Rube Goldberg device that caused it to fall? No. It was on a very important phone call. With? Yeah. Who are you talking to? Maybe you hired Carpinteria. I was talking to the new leader of North Korea, trying to get more... You were talking to North North Korea? Korea. Wow. It's all right. It's government sanctioned. I have the highest level of clearance. That feels like not a true thing. Speaking of not true things, Charlie, remember in high school when they found that weed in your locker and then you said it was mine and you tried to get me on suspension? Yeah, well, no one was going to suspend you and I had like two and a half strikes on my record at that point, you know? That's a mark on my permanent record. Those are permanent. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? You were already gonna get into an amazing school and have an amazing life and I was just gonna be average forever. An amazing life that I worked okay, cha- very hard for chapters- while you're just blowing off blame on everyone else. In chapter seven, you, you, Celeste, you used me for my dad's cabin. Oh, did you fuck him too? Your dad? I fucked your dad. And his wife? And your wife. And I want, My goal is to fuck everyone you, tangentially related to you. Or directly, like JD. Like your father or... You know what, Pete? What? I feel like you've got a holier-than-thou attitude, and I just... It's really frustrating me because you stopped being my bus stop buddy, and then you never offered me a ride in your car. <laughs> I know, but... That's just... It's not hard. You were already going to school. So stop accusing all the other people of these terrible things when you wouldn't even offer me the kindest decency of a ride to school. Charlie, if we're going to talk betrayal, you told everyone that I had dinner plate nipples. I mean... (laughs) Oh, yeah? Do you disagree? You pretended like you didn't see me when I ran into you over summer vacation and you were hanging out with your friends and you just ignored me while I stood there waving at you. Yeah, Madison, you stretched out my favorite top. Okay. I have large breasts. Yes, and, and and Charlie, you never told me how much I needed to reapply deodorant after gym. That felt like an insult. Speaking of working out, Pete, you bench pressed me. Yeah, and you know what, Celeste? You wrote a scathing review of my performance in a Midsummer Night's Dream, so keep your comments to yourself. Well, Pete took me to the homecoming dance and then wouldn't even dance with me. <laughs> Yeah, but Madison, that's because you did a dramatic reading of my love letters in the cafeteria. Madison, you would keep calling me every weekend and day off, day off of school to hang out, and it was irritating, and I never called you back, and you had your mom call my mom, and you know how I feel about mother! Well, you told everyone that I have herpes! <laughs> well, Pete ran over my dog. Well, I wrote a school play to put on in the spring and cast myself as my crush as the romantic lead. The play was called Midnight Moonlight Marquee Masquerade, and you usurped my power, Charlie, I'm talking to you, (laughs) and gathered the cast and crew to overthrow me, citing that I was flying too close to the sun. That's still not as bad as running over my dog. (laughs) You didn't know, but I watched the play opening night, and you performed better than I ever. Can we stop using Icarus as a metaphor here? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of other great uh, ancient Egyptian references we can go with. <sighs> this is a great reunion, guys. <laughs> I can't believe I wasted my time to come here and spend with you people. You're oh. all terrible. You, we're terrible. Freshman year, I had a slight bathroom accident, and you helped me get changed and cleared up, and I was so grateful. But then you told everyone about it anyway, and I got a terrible bathroom nickname that followed me through the rest of high school. And I'm supposed to be super cool, okay? 
Yes. Shitstain Alley. Good old <laughs> Shitstain Alley Charlie. <laughs> Alley is not my name. Shit it's only it was, it was a, it was a, like a, a way to go like a like a street a small street. Shitstain Alley. It didn't make sense then. It doesn't make sense now. <laughs> Listen. Someone nefarious started a dirty rumor about me right before the student body elections. Madison. <laughs> the fallout from this false rumor lost me the election and I've never forgiven you. And who becomes student body president? I did. Yes! And that rumor wasn't false, it was true. Ooh. Wow. Guys. I've been standing here for like five minutes waiting for you to notice me. I have news about the murder. Apparently, JD had clutched in his hand a fistful of pickled cauliflower. Where would he have ever gotten pickled cauliflower? <laughs> Listen to all you squabbling. Like you think you know what I've done. You don't know what I've done. Ah, uh, JD was just the dirty, dirty tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Carpinteria. Carpinteria had a part in it. You think her name isn't Carpinteria? Well, you're right. It's Carpinterio. And here you sit with your stupid looks on your faces. You think it ends here? You think that... You think that I didn't have a part in bringing you all here? This is just the beginning, you stupid, poor fools. I'm so rich and so lonely. I've decided that I want to bring you into my home. You'll live with me there. It will be high school all over again. We'll live there and mother will pretend to be the principal. And, and we'll relive high school forever and ever and without that dirty, dirty JD who forced me into that house to begin with. I could have left. I could have left all of you. I could have been playing tennis in Monaco. And here I am in this dirty, orange, Dirty, poor gymnasium. Fuck you. So that's it. Celeste killed JD as part of a plot for both revenge and to force him to live out his days in a weird interactive theater project, keeping them all in high school. Come to think of it, he probably would have participated in that by choice. Wow. I think that's irony. Thank you for listening to Made Up Murder, featuring Kelly Nugent as Celeste, Patrick Ellers as JD, Raymond Liu as Pete, Vanessa Singleton as Madison, and Jen Kleinrock as Charlie. Special thanks to Kelly Nugent, who produced and edited the episodes. My name is Ryan Mogi, and I directed the show and created this earworm. Coming your way in three, two, one. Made up, made up murder. The only kind of murder that's ever good is made up, made up murder.